You're listening to the Real Vantage podcast, the show that provides investors a better viewpoint into the real estate market, with your host, Victoria Ao. So, last week, I attended CRE Tech London 2021, which is the biggest prop tech conference in Europe. Across the two days, there are a thousand plus attendees consisting of global innovators from leading startups, investors, real estate owners, operators, brokers, and developers. Besides how surreal it felt to actually be attending a conference in person, I was really blown away from the sheer energy of the keenest minds in PropTech. Here was a group of people, many whom have flown in specially for this conference, bounded by their vision in shaking up the old world of real estate, and a buzz of passion, excitement, and possibility It felt like I was part of a niche, fringe, small community of people on the cusp of a revolution. I saw demos, new launches, and heard from keynote presentations across important topics revolving around data analytics, smart building solutions, the increasing focus on real estate innovation in corporate giants such as JLL, PGIM, Savills, and the consolidation of the market with mergers and acquisitions. I spent hours in conversation with top leaders in their respective fields, VCs, asset managers, founders, on emerging trends and the newest technologies, its feasibility, and where we think the future of real estate is headed towards. I even gained a mentor. Even though it's been over a week since CRE Tech London, I don't think I fully digested all the new ideas, and it might take me quite a while longer to allow the thoughts to percolate but I'd still like to try my best to pick three top trends. Well, things of note I took away from those two amazing days to share with our Real Vantage listeners. So the first trend, democratization and tokenization. When it comes to real estate, especially large-scale projects such as office towers, apartment blocks, shopping malls or factories, it's always been controlled by a limited group of wealthy elites. Why? because it's just so capital intensive. By that, I mean you need anything upwards from millions of dollars to participate in this asset class. However, with the introduction of crowdfunding and co-investing platforms, investors can now pool their money together in order to gain access to these private off-market deals. And so they can start with tens of thousands versus millions that was needed before. A lower entry price, gaining expert guidance on which deals are suitable, and being able to simply log in online means that investors are able to invest in real estate easily. Real estate developers also benefit from the increased flexibility and access to an otherwise inaccessible source of funding. I love being part of a movement that is working to increase financial inclusivity. It's really something that is close to my heart, and being able to include investors with limited resources to this resilient asset class that provides great portfolio diversification and good yields is helping make the world a more equitable place. Democratization will continue, and it's a sentiment echoed by one of the keynote speakers at CRE Tech London, M7 Real Estate, a 4.1 billion euro leading specialist in pan-European real estate, whom Real Vantage has worked together with. Tokenization is the natural next step. Being able to fractionalize the real estate into even smaller sizes and allow even more investors to participate in the $280 trillion global property market while allowing for new 
and cheaper pools of capital for property developers. The jury is still out on if the power of tokenization lies in the back office in terms of administration or as an enabler of a secondary market to allow trading akin to a stock market. I think the next year or two will be immensely exciting for the asset management industry. And my observation is that Australia, the US and UK are further ahead and more robustly developed in this arena as compared to what we're seeing in Southeast Asia. Now, the second trend, sustainability and climate investing. The real estate industry contributes 30 to 40% of all greenhouse gas emissions. And the general consensus is that the regulations we have seen and are seeing are only the beginning. Ignoring the environmental effects of building or operating a building is simply no longer financially prudent. With COP26 underway, we expect to see harsh penalties for properties that do not meet criteria such as energy efficiency standards. What this means is that not having a, a climate-friendly solution incorporated in any investment moving forward would be a short-sighted one, as there will be future additional costs where one could expect onerous taxes or having to retrofit to comply with new regulations, or even assets put into disuse. One of the projects we ran on Real Vantage was the development of a sustainability-focused townhouse, an apartment complex development in Leeds, UK. It had no fossil fuels on site, 100% electric vehicle charging coverage when regulations only require 10%, air source heat pumps to drive down energy bills, and lots of green space to create modern, highly energy-efficient and low-carbon homes. Even if it may seem expensive to build sustainable real estate on the outset, it will ensure that what you invest in survives the incoming wave of environmental controls. I also noted that VCs such as PropTech One Ventures and 2150 are placing more emphasis on funding startups in sustainable tech, focusing heavily on materials, infrastructure, and supply chain. It's clear that this problem is important enough for all of us to have a serious think about, both on a personal and corporate level, and it will take multiple stakeholders implementing various policies and technologies to move the world towards net zero carbon. The third would be the increasing importance of data in real estate. Commercial real estate is an industry that is still late to embracing the data revolution. Traditionally, property data providers had to spend copious amounts of time looking through poorly kept records and phoning up brokers for verbal ballpark figures. Considering every decision is hopefully one that is an informed one, rather than just a pure gut feel that would require some sort of data in order to justify a particular course of action. In other words, it's critical that the data decision makers are relying on has to be accurate, reliable, and accessible. I heard from startups such as Cherry that look to make data consistent with a single source of truth for better market intelligence. So it's not so much as replacing real estate professionals as it is about facilitating the ability to prospect for deals, validate and acquire the right property. Artificial intelligence with a problem-solving approach meant to approximate human intellect and machine learning with algorithms that acquire knowledge by detecting complex patterns in large data sets could unveil unexpected and useful insights. For example, prediction of property market value, deal sourcing according to the asset manager's risk or sector appetite, or even predicting and tracking the most common maintenance issue for property management. We look at the biggest names such as Compass, Zillow, with Zestimate, 
millions of data points are scrutinized and all that complexity of having to crunch the numbers prior to guessing a property's price is outsourced to a computer, allowing for upfront direct cash offers, which is pretty incredible. It's clear that the ability to collect, analyze, and learn from data is going to impact real estate in a big way. And large corporates are starting to embrace this fundamental shift in their operations, especially in light of the pandemic, with a higher need for accurate and just-in-time data for greater transparency. This rounds up the three trends that struck me during the CRE Tech London conference. RealVantage has also been attending the Singapore FinTech Festival 2021 this week. Unfortunately, it's all online this year, but it's been quite eye-opening, learning more about the Web 3.0 and the movement towards data being able to be interconnected in a decentralized way. Till next time, it's Victoria signing off. Thanks for joining us this month on the Real Vantage podcast. Make sure to visit our website, realvantage.co, where you can sign up to join our investment community and start building your global real estate portfolio today. If you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes and do share this with your friends and fellow investors. Be sure to tune in next month for our next episode.